I am taking you on a journey where you will know your worth, honor your desires, and attract your dreams unapologetically. This is your dream self, and you're listening to the Dream Self Podcast with Valerie Joanne. I'm a holistic coach, a healer, and a badass babe who's ready to take you to your next level. I help women of color let go of the shackles of their past, heal generational trauma, and create their own rules for their own life. An audacious, bold, free, confident you is waiting. And if you're ready to go deep, and if you're ready to go all in, oh honey, we're just getting started. Where you are a year from now is a reflection of the choices you choose to make right now. Unknown. Hello, welcome and welcome back to the Dream Self Podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Joanne, and today this is such a good freaking episode, okay? I am just so proud of myself. This is the first time I'm recording a podcast in a minute again, and this is only the introduction. I actually haven't recorded an actual podcast in a minute, but we're we're doing it. I'm I'm freaking doing it, and I'm proud of that, okay? Um but this is such a good episode, okay? I actually recorded this episode in October. No, I recorded it in December. I recorded it in December. It was supposed to be my birthday podcast episode, which is October 27th. So this is all the lessons that I've learned while I was 23. Because in October of 2023, so like five, four months ago now, because it's February, I turned 24. And these are all the lessons that I learned from October 2022 to October 2023. And I decided to turn it into just a 2023 lessons because it's been a little bit too long since my birthday to claim this as a birthday episode. But bless me. So yeah, it's a little too late for that, but I'm 24. I'm thriving and I already learned so much at being 24. So I'm super grateful for that. And yeah, I did want to say like, I don't do the tantrum practice every single day now. I kind of do it. I try to aim for once a week, but even then I'm not perfect at doing it every single day anymore because it's not as necessary. I've gotten pretty good at being able to release them as it comes rather than holding it onto it, but I'm not perfect perfect at this. It's still something that I am moving through and working towards, but somatic exercise has been such a big monumental shift for me and within my life and I'm excited to incorporate that more with my clients and to kind of like talk about it more. I feel like I've always talked about like the embodiment and the somatic work but I've been getting a deeper understanding of what that means and what that looks like and it's also something that I'm now including within my services and I'm just excited to see how that like evolves. So yeah, um, I also got rid of selling the emotional release bundle. I don't know if I'm going to be selling it again or what I'm going to do with it. I'm actually supposed to talk to Cass tomorrow and we're supposed to like deep dive within all of our offers. It's so funny. We were just like chatting about how like last year we we're like so much in our feminine and just kind of like learning how to surrender, learning how to release, learning how to let go of control. And now that like we've kind of like mastered that or gained enough of an understanding that we're able to do that. We're like, okay, now we need to like actually build foundations and build that masculine structure so we can flow in our feminine with more ease and more pleasure. So that's what we're kind of focusing on, just like actually getting into the masculine energetics of our business that we have been neglecting and we're so excited about that. She has such an amazing offer coming out that I am super excited about and 
so good. I'm just like so proud of her. I'm proud of us because we've come a long way. It's been a year since we met and I'm just like so grateful for her. I talk, I've been talking about her in like the last few episodes, but like wow this year I would not have grown this much if it wasn't for her in my life and this is why we need community but what else was I gonna say oh and then within this episode I talk about ways to help people that who are affected by the genocide and within it I say like burn it all to the ground oh I say we don't need to burn it all the way to the ground but the way that I've seen that see this since I've recorded this episode has shifted a little bit I kind of like I don't know it's still a little bit nuanced to me but it's almost somewhere between like we do need to burn and start over and have that tower moment and like let it go so we can rebuild because I think rebuilding upon a structure that is still inherently biased that is still inherently racist and sexist isn't going to do much and we need to get rid of these foundations so we can build new ones that are built on community and respect and love and connection rather than division hatred and greed so that has shifted a little bit for me and I just that's just how I feel about it now I think it's important to kind of like just evolve like I feel like if you don't if you can't admit to your mistakes or admit that the way that things that you see things have changed you're not fully being open with yourself and it's important to allow yourself to make mistakes and allow yourself to be different than what you were and that I think has been one of the biggest lessons that I've been learning these past few years and just like really accepting that like really accepting who I was, forgiving her, loving her, and accepting her for her so I can accept me for me because that was a version of me. It may not be, it may not be who I am now, but it was who I was. And I'm proud of that version of me because she did the best that she could with the information that she had at the time. And now I have more information, so now I get to do better. And like, that's beautiful. Like, that's growth. That's self-love. That's believing in yourself and trusting in yourself through it all. And then what has been going on in my life? Um, honestly, just so much freaking reflection. I just got off my period. I am in my follicular stage. So my energy is rising and I just have so much energy right now. Um, I like want to do everything. Like it's so crazy how flip of a switch it is. I'm thinking I need to record a whole period podcast episode, but I don't know. I'm still debating. Me, I probably should, but my business is also completely shifting. Um, I, we've been like, like I said, we've been working on our foundations and I finally figured out what my like core topics are that I'm going to be talking about within my business that actually get me super excited. It's like about divine femininity slash like priestess, like queen mindset. And then I'm also going to be talking a lot about using your voice and speaking your truth. That is a big, big, big one for me. And then the third pillar that I have for my business is pleasure lifestyle. So it's all about living within pleasure, but like on a day-to-day, like how to implement, how to implement it, how to actually live it, how to actually embody that and to like not just walk the walk, not just talk the talk, but to actually like walk the walk of living in that type of environment and that type of lifestyle basically. And I'm super excited about that. And then like the voice behind it all is going to be social justice justice, liberation, freedom, peace, like all of that jazz. And I'm just like so excited. Like my 
business structure just feels so freaking good now and I'm still working on it but so much progress. I'm like super super grateful. I'm so excited for where we're going for where what it's what's gonna happen and I'm just super I don't know I'm just so excited like I keep saying that but like this year I, I feel it within my bones is gonna be a freaking massive change a massive shift and I don't know exactly what that's gonna look like I just know that it's gonna happen and I am a hundred percent ready for it and I am doing all the work I'm embodying I'm doing the somatic releasing I'm I'm doing it all so that way I can be that version but yeah so that is where I've been and then the sponsor of this week's episode is going to be my free higher self masterclass. It is such an amazing masterclass. It is completely free. It is one of like the first times that I did like a more intuitive meditation embodiment type of experience within my masterclass. It's more of a meditation and it is so, so good. Like not only do you leave with your higher self leading your life but you also integrate your ego and you get to talk to your inner child and it is the one of the most healing things I've been able to give for free and I'm like super super excited about it it is so juicy it is literally so transformational I am like so proud of it and the feedback that I've gotten on it so far has been amazing. You feel immediate results, like literally immediate. Obviously, repetition is going to help integrate that even more, but it is so good. I've even done it. I left feeling amazing. It is just so, such a powerful meditation slash masterclass slash kind of hypnosis, and you have to get your hands on it. Um, You will only be able to access it until next month in March, so make sure that you download it and start using it because I will be taking it down. I'm trying to do a masterclass, like a free masterclass slash embodiment practice once a quarter. So then the next quarter I'll be doing something else and I'm excited for that one already. And I'm excited for that one. I already have so many ideas, but yeah, if you want to get that one, make sure you get your hands on it now because I will be closing it down next month. But yeah, so access that and let's just get into today's episode of my 2023 lessons slash lessons that I learned while being 23. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to be honest. This was supposed to be my solar return episode. I was going to talk about all the things that I learned at 23 and it is today. It's December 14th. So we're about a month and a half over my <laughs> solar return but this stuff that I wanted to talk about is just so juicy sorry if you're the airplane in the back I just had to still create an episode about this so instead of this being like my solar return episode this is still everything that I learned at 23 there's a couple lessons that I've learned since turning 24 but I'm gonna save that for 24 <laughs> okay um and this is gonna be more of like what I learned in 2023 like some of my biggest lessons um because I've been 23 the entire year of 2023 until two months ago October October 27th baby that's ugh, I love that that's why the 27th series exists I also had an entire 27 series episode to release on my birthday and I didn't end up releasing it. I still have it recorded and I'm thinking about uploading it in December anyway. So we'll see how that goes as well. Maybe do it, maybe record something else. We'll see. But anyways, so one of the first lessons of, oh my gosh, it's like the airplane is just going around in circles above my house or what? Okay, that's the sucky part about living near an airport. And I don't even live near a major airport. It's like like a local airport, like a small town airport, like just private flyers. So, uh, 
I digress. Anyways, the first lesson that I wanted to talk about is releasing control and learning how to surrender. And this has been, I honestly feel like this is one of the biggest. And if you know, if you've been listening to my podcast episodes for a while, you know, I'll probably say that more than once. (laughs) Um, But this one was super impactful and kind of like set the stage for so many other things within my life. I swear, there's like an airplane going in circles. I first learned about this. I didn't even know this was an issue for me, okay? I was getting coached by Cassandra, high vibes with Cass, love her to death, um, and even past death, like, I think we're, like, soul sisters, you know? And I was, like, getting coached by her, and I had gotten the realization that I was not letting go of control, and I think I actually speak about this in my rags to riches, and it's, like, ringing a bell. So, if you want to hear more about that, listen to that episode. But it was just like this huge realization that I have been holding on to control and I've been trying to control my entire life and how hard it was for me to fully surrender, to fully trust in the universe, to fully trust that things are happening at the time that they should be. And that has been one of my biggest lessons this year and in turning 23 because we cannot control everything. (laughs) And It honestly does way more harm than good to try to control everything because it also leads to having expectations on the outcome and attaching our worth to the expectations because I don't think expectations are inherently bad. I actually love my expectations. I am never going to get rid of my high expectations, but I'm learning to detach from the outcome of my expectations and that is the important distinction that I think we need to make because you have to leave space for God. If there is no space for God or for the universe or for spirit or insert whatever term you like to use, then you're only going to get so far. Your job is only what you want and inspired action to do it. It is a universe's job for the how and the when. You control the what. And when you don't leave any space for God to fill in the rest, you don't allow surprises to happen. You don't allow better than you could have ever imagined because even your point of view and your perspective is so limited, whereas like the universe has this grand, huge point of view that literally sees the entire atlas while you're only looking at the United States. You're missing out on a whole new world, instantly thought of Ariel, and it's time to broaden your horizons, Ariel, you know, in order to get what you want, okay? So release control, surrender. Another lesson is accepting and appreciating the now is the key to success and to happiness. I have I have heard this so, so, so much, but I just couldn't embody it. Like I was like, okay, yeah, like act now, do it now. And this is something that I even relearned this week. <laughs> it was the entire lesson this week. Um, but this past year, I've been really intentional about doing it. And I think that moving forward, I'm like, it's like this past year, I laid down the foundation. And from this point on, it's like building upon that. And because you will not get what you want by hating what you have, right? Manifestation is like energy. And if you have low energy, you're not going to get the high things that you want. You have to be appreciative. It's like, like, I like thinking of it as like a boyfriend. If you're just like, oh my gosh, I hate this. Like, why isn't he like this? This sucks. That sucks. Why is a boyfriend going to want to be with you? You know what I mean? Like, you're just constantly dragging them down into the mud. So, the universe is just like, well, she doesn't like anything that we give her. Why would we give her our best things? Like, it doesn't make sense. So, you have to appreciate what you have to get what you want. And it's 
not to say just be grateful for what you have just to get better. Like, that's not what I'm saying at all. I am saying, though, that if you think of the version of you, right? Like, if in terms of manifestation, people always talk about embody the version of you who already has it. Like, act as if the version of you who already has it is grateful for what they have, right? It's not because of what they have. They're just grateful for what they have. So, when you are grateful for what you have in front of you, you are literally embodying the future version of yourself because the future version of you would just be relishing in their present moment and what they have and who they are and excited to be it. And that is why I teach about dream self because your dream self is a version of you who already has everything that they want, who loves who they are, and who is unfuckable about it. But being your dream self in this reality, that means you enjoy what you have now. That means you are appreciative of what you have now. That means you release the shit in the crap that's blocking you from your manifestations because then when you're your dream self your manifestations just come to you with ease it just slides into your life like butter because you are already embodying the most dreamiest youest of you that's appreciative loving kind and the universe is just like oh my gosh like like if it's a the boyfriend analogy it's just like oh you just make me come all the time like i'm gonna give you whatever you want right <laughs> um so yeah okay and also another manifestation term that people use, what you appreciate, appreciates. So you're probably not being grateful for what you have and you're probably focusing on what you don't have. So focus on what you do have. Okay, sweetie. Okay. Lesson number three, and this is not in any order, by the way. This is just what came up as I was like channeling. And I I hope you guys can tell how different I am. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I like I'm such a Scorpio. Like I have so many Scorpio placements, eighth house placements, Pluto placements, and like um not transits, but uh what's the word I'm called? Like conjunctions and opposites and stuff. So but aspects. I have so many aspects of Pluto too. So it's just like, oh my gosh, like I am like dying and rebirthing all the time. I think I'm going to do a whole podcast episode about that because I'm like literally a new person every two months. It's ridiculous, but that's just how I roll, you know, like new Valerie, new year, new month, new me, you know? Um. Anyways, so the next lesson is I am inherent in who I am and who I am being. I am enough and there's no question to that. It's not something that I get to earn or create or make happen. It just is what it is. Like I cannot earn my worthiness. I cannot earn my enoughness. I just am. I don't have to question it. I don't have to earn it. I don't have to try to be it. I just be me and trust that that's enough because I've always been enough and it's just everyone's enough. Like I don't have to even question it, but I am enough. I am worthy. And again, like I was born enough and worthy, so I can't unearn it. I can't gain more of it. So why am I going to be trying to be enough and be worthy that literally doesn't exist. And that was a huge mindset shift for me um, and really helped me clear a lot of enoughness and worthiness beliefs, which is so common. I don't actually have these numbered. I think we're on four. This lesson is, num lesson number four, is failure is just failure. It doesn't define me. It doesn't create me. And whether I succeed or I fail, it means nothing about me. Failure means nothing about me. Success means nothing about me. Somebody just threw a tomato at me because they thought I sucked means nothing about me. And it means, and if it is someone that's right, like that's imposing the tomato, then yeah, it means something about them. But it means 
nothing about me. And sometimes things just are what they are and there's nothing I can analyze it. And sometimes things don't mean anything. And I truly believe that things only mean something if you believe it means something. So things only have meaning if you give it meaning. And I think sometimes things are just neutral and it's like we attach our ego and our identity to it to believe something about us and really just accepting the fact, letting go of control and accepting the fact that sometimes things mean nothing at all. Like a leaf is just a leaf, right? Has been so much more cathartic and healing for me. And it just opens up this space of just neutrality, tranquility, and peace. So I also thought that like failure was worse than death, okay? I would rather die than fail. Like that's how bad this belief was. Like I hated failure. And now it's just neutral and I get to create the meaning to it. But I honestly just see failure as failure. Like sometimes, yeah, like I need to adjust and it's good to analyze it and it's good to like bounce back from it. And sometimes it's good to just be like, hmm, that was interesting. Let me try again. Let's see if I get the same result and just like act like a scientist to your own life. I know people say like act like a main character, but I feel like a lot of times when it's like you hear a main character energy, it's like I feel like it's still the energy of like, what will people think of me? All eyes on me. And it's kind of like almost like insecure in a way. Um, and I know that's not what it means but I feel like sometimes that's the energy it gives so instead of like main character energy we're doing scientist energy right we're doing like experimenter we're doing having fun for shits and giggles we're doing hmm that's interesting if I do it again will the same result happen hmm it did happen again what if I tweaked it this way hmm a different result happened or the same thing happened like just seeing it from this third eye point of view just really helps take away from who you are or what you even think it means about you. Because in the face of failure, if it's something that's truly in my heart and aligned with my soul, my destiny, I will keep going. It doesn't matter how many times I fall flat on my face. I will get back up. I will keep going because to me, my success is inevitable. And if my success is inevitable, and if I already have everything that I've ever wanted, then what I'm living right now is exactly what I asked for. And it's going to get me exactly where I need to be, even if that doesn't look like exactly where I thought I would be. And that's more important. Okay, lesson number five, we cannot force things to happen. And this one's like similar to control, but they will happen when it is ready, when it is time. And that's not something that we can control. We can't force things to happen sooner. We can't force things to happen in a certain way that we want it. They just happen when they happen. You cannot make a cake bake faster, right? It's going to take time to be the fluffy, moist creation that you want it to be and not give you salmonella. Like, if you want it to be done faster, then you might get salmonella. If you want to raise the temperature up so that way it's done quicker, then it's probably going to burn on the outside or it's going to be a little bit more dense. It's not going to be light, fluffy, and just melt in your mouth and just, ugh. Now I really want a cake. I specifically at the Deslechus cake. Should I make one? Let me know. Um, but you just cannot make a cake bake faster in the same way that you cannot make your success happen faster, in the same way that you cannot make yourself do anything faster, make the universe do anything faster. It will happen when it will happen. A flower does not bloom on a schedule. A flower blooms when it's ready to bloom, when the moisture, conditions, sunlight, fertilizer, chlorophyll is at its levels that it needs to be. That's when it'll happen. Cherry blossoms don't bloom in the fall or the winter. They bloom in the spring. I would know because that's my favorite flower and they only bloom and peak bloom for a few days and then they wither away and die so don't rush enjoy while you have it and enjoy the entire process and all the seasons okay you cannot make your dream come faster so 
enjoy the season that you're in. I think we're on six. So lesson six, my self-care is the number one priority. There is no me. If there is no me, there's no business. Like I exist before the business. I will exist after the business, even though my business is going to last like lifetimes. Um, My business can't be Valerie Joanne without me, Valerie Joanne, you know, like I have to exist for this business to exist. And if I'm not taking care of me, how am I going to take care of my clients? How am I going to take care of my business? Like it doesn't make sense, especially since I'm in this business to serve and to like really give back and to really just create change in the lives of people and in this world. I have to be at my number one. And if I'm not at my number one, I can't get people to be at their number one. And that means I have to prioritize me. I neglected myself for so long within my business. I treated my business as it was the number one priority. And It ruined a lot of my life, to be honest, and it didn't make me any happier. It didn't make me any more money. In fact, I probably lost more money than if I just treated it how I did in the beginning when I was effortlessly getting clients and then shifted to be something that I wasn't because I thought that's what I had to be in order to get clients, but it didn't lead to anything. But again, I was a scientist, so I I tried it out, didn't work, and it was interesting, so now I'm trying something else. I'm trying myself again. I'm being authentic again. I am being me again and allowing and calling in the weirdos, the troublemakers, the black sheeps of the family, the people who feel like they've been misheard and misunderstood and questioned and don't feel like they truly belong but know that they belong somewhere. Like, I'm calling in my people, the big dreamers who are afraid to follow their dream but who are ready to do it and kind of just need a little kick in the ass to do it. I mean, I'm calling in those people by being my authentic self, the people I called in from the beginning and the people who were able to see right through me um, even during the time where I wasn't being fully authentic to myself and I've just been so codependent with my business and I had to like really detach myself from the out from the I had to detach myself from meaning that the results of my business meant something about me and even meant something about my business and again it goes into like the lessons that I talked about beforehand but I just had to really reprioritize and really figure out what even like a dream business life and like balance would look like for me because taking care of my health and my body is priority being a mother is a priority taking care of my spirituality is a priority because this whole business is spiritual based taking care of my clients is a priority my relationship is a priority and those things come before my business um and that's how i have to treat it okay i think we're on number seven releasing anger is important yeah um anger has always been the hardest for me to express astrologically speaking i have mars in the 12th house so it just means that it's something that i always pushed in the back burner i kind of hold in like i was never really allowed to express anger as a child and even up until this year anger would always get expressed as sadness to me. Like, I would just feel deep sadness instead of anger. And so, I, I never let, I never really let anger be with me or be around me. And this past year, I've really allowed myself to express my anger. I've really sat in anger. I've allowed anger to come and not in, like, unhealthy ways because, again, like, even just me, like, I'm, like, reading off the thing and, like, even when I wrote that, like, you can tell that, like, I still wasn't truly in partnership with anger like I am now. Like, now anger is just a feeling and before I was just like this horrible feeling. I hated it, but I really prioritized expression of anger 
every single day because I had so much repressed anger and sometimes it still comes up but it's like nowhere near what it was because I've been doing a practice every single morning which is I throw a tantrum, okay? I shake, I scream, I do gargles, I do lion's breath. All in the morning takes less than like five minutes. After I brush my teeth, I will literally shake, punch pillows, I will scream in a pillow, I will do lion's breath which is where you kind of like breathe out with your tongue sticking out and it helps release anger. I will fake punch the air. I will do whatever I gotta do and usually I do this in my room but if say like Oscar's home and all the other rooms in the house are there then I will literally do it in the bathroom after I brush my teeth. I brush my teeth and then throw a tantrum. That is my morning routine. Those are my non-negotiables. I spend at least five minutes every single day expressing some type of emotion. Doesn't matter what, doesn't matter if I'm running late. It's like, you know how like when you do your running late routine, you just stick to the bare necessities? That's one of them, okay? And sometimes if I'm running late, maybe it's like a two-minute shakedown or maybe it's just like a quick like scream or a few lion's breaths, right? But I make sure to prioritize my anger releasing practice in the morning. And I'm going to be honest, I have not felt the need to do it every single morning as recently because I've kept this practice going for like four months now and I feel like now I've been able to really release and let go of a lot of things and I feel like it's also made the process a lot more fun and enjoyable and if you want to like read more about it I have a whole section and demonstration videos and whole how-tos in my emotional release guide and I'll make sure to have the link in the bio and it is just such a great guide and just tantrums shaking rage dancing screaming I have it all in there so you can check that out but expressing anger is important and especially for women of color like anger is in our lineage it's in our dna and like even for black women like it's like you're not allowed to be angry because then you just become an angry black woman like you're not allowed to express your deep anger and frustration with the world with society with what's even going on right now with palestine with the congo with sudan like there's freaking genocides happening before our eyes and it's like hard because we physically can't do anything about it and like that should make you angry that should make you angry that like the united states isn't fully stepping up to stop this from happening but funding it and fueling it like that makes me so angry and it just makes me so frustrated it makes me so pissed off because i just don't understand why this would be happening in this day and age with the media with all like it just it, it makes me so frustrated and anger is going to be what we ride a wave on for this next revolution and not in a place of unhealthy anger like burn it all to the ground start the patriarch fuck the patriarchy type of thing but more so in a way of i'm angry at this system because this system does not work this system does not serve us in any type of way and it's time to do something about it like we need to build a new future, new systems, new legacies off of this so that way it never happens again. I hear little feet coming. Okay, lesson, I think we're on seven, is allowing myself to be seen and heard for who I am. Um, I talked about this in a few other podcast episodes, but I'm no longer wearing a mask. I'm no longer censoring myself. I'm no longer over-explaining myself. I'm no longer hiding. I'm not letting fear change what I'm trying to say. I'm just going to say what I say, and that's it, <laughs> okay? Um, I said what I said. Oh, the little, little tyrant is here. 
Basically, my new model is I said what I said and I meant what I said and I'm tired of trying to overanalyze or fear what people are going to think of me or fear that people may interpret it badly. I think this also comes from like my human design profile because I'm a 3-5, which means people put on expectations of me or what they think that I am and that's always just happened. People always have their expectations and I'm just getting a lot more clear in who I am. I think I've always been clear on that, but getting a lot more clear on not feeling like I have to prove who I am to them and just knowing that I know my truth and that's enough. Other people don't need to know that if they don't want to. If they want to, then they will and that's how it is. Okay, number eight, I believe, speaking my truth and showing up for me. So no longer people pleasing, no longer, again, hiding myself, sheltering my voice, sheltering who I am, having all this fear of what it is, what's happening, all that, not being who I think people want me to be, but rather being myself and being me authentically and allowing that to truly shine, to truly be out in the world unapologetically. Because again, really, airplane but speaking my truth is my number one priority and I hope this year or not I hope but this year 2024 is going to bring me so many speaking opportunities and I'm just so excited because I'm manifested that already and it's happening and that's kind of like one of my new mottos is it's happening and I love that motto so feel free to Steal it for yourself. And then number 10 is spirit is my rock and it's my number one priority. Uh, spirit, my highest self, God is my number one priority. And when I prioritize spirit and when I prioritize my highest self, I am ret- met with so much richness, awareness, clarity, understanding, beauty, grace, abundance, that when I am tied to my ego or tied to what I think that I want, I don't receive as much in return. And it's not to say that I'm doing it because of that, but because it also just feels so good and it feels in alignment and it just feels so right. And spirit is just my number one priority, my number one fan. I love spirit. Love God. Thank you, God. Thank you, spirit. So much fun. Okay. And then number 11 is no needs or shoulds. I get to. So I don't need to do anything. I shouldn't be doing anything. I get to do this. I get to edit this podcast. I get to record this podcast. I get to build my business from scratch. I get to start over after I failed. I get to do so many things that aren't necessarily my favorite things, but I still get to do them. And that in itself is a blessing. There's people who are literally losing their lives right now, literally feeling like they're getting their humanity stripped from them, literally losing their families. And I get to be here. Why would I take advantage of that privilege? Why wouldn't I take advantage and live out my soul purpose? Not fully taking advantage of it is so much more selfish. If I am so concerned about what other people think, I'm not being selfless, okay? So no needs or shoulds. I get to do it all. It is a privilege. Lesson 12, I believe, is I have everything I need to live the life that I want. And this lesson actually came to me after a run. I got super into running before I went on my vacation in Europe. And because I did this 
30-day transformational challenge. And I'm thinking about doing it again in January, but we'll see. And basically, I had to work out two times a day for 30 minutes and one had to be outside. And I got into running and the amount of clarity I got after running was just ridiculous. And so I went on a cool down walk after the run and I should go on a run tomorrow. We'll see. Anyways, <laughs> um, I went on a cool down walk after my run and I just instantly got the download. You already have everything that you need to live the life that you want. As in, I am everything that I need to live the life that I want. I don't need to be anything different. I don't need to have anything different. The tools and this version of myself that I have right now is all that I need to live the life that I want. I've been chasing something, believing that something. And again, this is rooted in the belief that I'm I am not enough, but I am everything that I need. I have everything that I need. This is already all that I need and everything else is just a bonus. The life that I want to live is just a bonus. I already have so much abundance. I have shelter. I have safety. I have food. I have a family who's supportive. I have a beautiful son. I have access to healthcare. I have abundance of food. I have abundance of hair products, abundance of hair on my head. I have the access to knowledge, stable internet, warmth, clothing. Like I have so much to be grateful for, so much that we take advantage of. I have a working body, a healthy body. I have a healthy mind. I have space to follow my dreams. I have space to build a business. I have space to fail at building a business. And that is a privilege. And really honing in and being grateful for and appreciating what I have because what I have is all that I need. Okay, lesson number 13. Should I just count these real quick? Okay, I'm going to count them real quick. Yeah, we're at 13 now. Uh, Being present is the most important thing. Did I already say that? Yeah, I already said that. Um, I wrote that down twice. I'm going to just say 13 is money mindset is super important. Um, I've had this belief come up recently and I've been working on money this entire year and I've been into book clubs for money, but money mindset is so important because you being a broke person living your dreams is not going to serve that many people, okay? Money amplifies who you are. I've done a whole episode on sex and is sex spiritual, and I say that sex is kind of neutral. It's kind of like the intentions that you put behind it that makes it an amplifier of what you are putting behind it. And money is the same thing. Money in itself is neutral, but the energy you put behind it amplifies it tenfold. So if you believe that people who have money are evil, you're not going to attract money into your life. If you believe that having money makes you less spiritual, you're not going to attract money into your life. Having a lot of money, having wealth and abundance is such a spiritual act because our spirits and our souls are naturally abundant and wealthy. Money is just energy. Money isn't even real. We literally give it meaning. It's just green paper, okay? And we decided the meaning and the value of it. And it's an energy of the value we put behind it. And so when we value ourselves, when we are in alignment with our spirit and our soul, we unlock that natural abundance and wealthy mindset that attracts the money within us effortlessly in a line safe way because we need more people who are in alignment, who are aware of the shit that's going on in this world, who care about the world, who care about social justice problems, who care about helping the earth, who care about like making an actual change. The money needs to go to them. And when we have more money in the hands of people who actually care, we're gonna literally change the world. Like, oh my gosh. 
like think about if the people who cared like we could spend money on ethical brands like that's what the whole age of aquarius is about it's about literally like having the intention and the responsibility with money to use it in a way according to your values not buying from shein just because it's cheap like if you can only afford shein by all means go ahead but if you have the money to be buying like 300 hauls from shein why don't you spend that money behind ethical clothing brands that use organic materials that aren't from sweatshops that pay their workers a fair wage and maybe get less stuff but more meaningful stuff more things that are in alignment with your values because that that is going to change the world especially when we all do it and then brands see this and then brands prioritize it Mm, chef's kiss you guys see the vision right you see it okay last lesson think this is 14 you cannot be selfless if you care what other people think about you and i got this lesson i think i talked about this in my transmission after a coaching call with ashia and she basically told me that me caring what other people think about me is selfish like i am hiding my service i'm hiding my leadership i am hiding my authority because i'm afraid of what people are going to say about me that is selfish i care more about what other people think than the service and the like effect i can have on humanity like how selfish is that like it is selfless to put yourself out there to serve to bring about this new age and not care what other people think that is selfless to like actually put yourself out there for what you want knowing that people may judge you people may critique you people may say shit about you but that it means nothing about you and it means everything about them and you still do it anyways like that is selfless that is truly in alignment with your dream self is when you become unfuckable with because you don't care what other people think you don't care what is happening around in your life you are grateful for what you have you appreciate what you have you're in alignment with what you have and that is enough because you are enough and you don't have to prove it earn it or do anything about it because you already know that it's inherent to who you are and who you came here to be and that's in alignment with your destiny your soul purpose your dharma and that is what being your dream self is truly about so yeah that one's a big one so is money like those are my lessons that i learned in 2023 or before i turned 24 i should say (laughs) and i'm happy that i got to share this with you i was literally have so many things to do within my business um besides recording another episode because i have three podcast episodes that i haven't finished editing yet but spirit was like you know you should record this podcast episode and if spirit tells me to do something i'm gonna do it so (laughs) i did it and i'm so grateful that i did i really miss sharing my voice i say that on every podcast episode because i don't record consistently and And I'm excited because 2024 priority is consistent podcast episodes and I am making that a priority and I feel like I say that every year but I just love my podcast so much and I truly see my brand and my business growing within my podcast and within me speaking and using my voice in long-winded forms like this so I'm excited to see what comes out of it. I also feel like I may change the cover art again because it doesn't feel in alignment again. This is what I mean, the death and rebirth. It's so hard to have personal branding when you literally change your entire personality every two months but we're gonna see we're gonna see um but yeah i'm so grateful you are here i'm so grateful that you are alive and well and i truly wish you the best 2024 if this podcast didn't even get out until 2024 i still wish you the best 2024 um 2023 was a very foundational year for me and I just feel so grateful for everything that I've learned, for this evolution that I've gone through, and for where I am now because I truly set a 
an amazing, beautiful foundation. And my theme for 2024 is knockout. So I had set the stage and now I'm going to have a knockout of a performance and I'm super excited. So thank you for being a part of this community. I send you so much healing, love, freaky energy, all to you. I love you so much and thank you, thank you, thank you. Affirmation of the week. My growth and healing is inevitable. My success is inevitable. I move with grace, ease, and love within my life with pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the Dream Self Podcast with Valerie Joanne. It truly means the entire world to me when you take the time to listen to one of my podcast episodes. If you have the time, I would also love if you took time to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Give it as big five stars as it allows me to reach even more people and help them achieve their dream self. If you want more content or to follow me behind the scenes, you can follow my Instagram at Valerie Joanne and my TikTok at Valerie Joanne, two R's in Valerie and two N's in Joanne. And check out any of my services and my current products listed at my website at ValerieJoanne.com. Remember, you are truly worthy, truly loved, and I appreciate you so much. So much. Love you. Bye.